0: happy monday everybody and welcome back to brown bag bets powered by bets birds you are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks i'm alex christensen and joining me as always mr andy molitor and you know andy it looked like you had a pretty good weekend and we'll talk about the euros in just a second but i I think maybe tony finau the only person that had a better weekend than you.
1: yeah yeah the guy was just this guy who couldn't win he got this reputation for choking He was in the final group with Tiger at a Masters, looked, you know, struck down by that. He's had several instances where, you know, Tony Finau with a lead was a joke. Tony can't close on a Sunday. And that was the funniest part of when he did win last year. It was a tournament that got pushed by weather to a Monday finish. So the you know the joke was oh he, he could can, he can't still can't win on a Sunday. it's just uh, <laughs> we, we need tournaments that to get pushed like this or maybe he needs to go play at live where they had some Saturday finishes. but yeah, this is for those of you who bet golf according to heavily weighted short-term form, I guess congratulations because Tony, yeah uh, two in a row. Not the greatest of fields, greatest of tournaments, but Patrick Cantley was in the field. There, I mean, there were some decent-sized names in here, and there were some guys who played well. And, again, it was a high-variance birdie fest where people like Taylor Pendrith and other names were shooting to the top. So it's not like you're just fighting off top players. There's there's guys all over the course scoring. I mean, there was plenty of 7, eight, ten under rounds. I think somebody, somebody had a 10-under, at least a 9 there was a
0: 63 on Sunday. A guy had a putt for 62. I mean – yeah. That was the fun part about Sunday. I, had, I was a little bummed that it wouldn't be fun to watch, given how far ahead he was. But you had Cantley pushing really early. Um, again, like he ended up not actually getting that close. But it was fun that there were a couple people that kind of made it tight, and, and Tony again just kept making birdies. I mean, it was unbelievable.
1: Yeah, no, uh, it was. Uh, it was. I mean, it was fun. I the too. I had a matchup yesterday. I bet into a single round matchup where the fella I bet against shot five under for the day, still, still lost by a couple strokes. Like there were some low scores over the weekend. I believe I, yeah, it was JJ spawn spawn over Charlie Hoffman. I looked at my final results too. When I go into a tournament, I bet two to three units on outrights. And I just consider that a loss said so I have to make that up in matchups because those don't usually win. You're going to lose, all those tournament outrights, like what, I don't know, eight eight weeks out of 10, if not more. So when I'd hit an outright, it's awful nice. So I consider myself down that many units already. Matchups went three and one, had a really good chance of four and oh. Like Sunday Sunday was a little cruel to me there, but um, I did all the math, tallied it up, and I ended up 0. 0.25 units to the good. Made a quarter unit this weekend, so I it is it. a a tough way to make an easy living betting. Uh, no chase bets, bets either. Goes. No, you don't, you don't have to chase. You just keep betting. Just keep betting every round, and yeah, it's it reminds me of God. What did I do that ended up like a quarter unit up? I I, I feel like it was, and it's, it's, it's funny because we're gonna go to the Euro. It was men's Euros. I feel like it was the men's heroes two years ago where after You're the all last that, time you did this, last yeah, all that pomp and circumstance and fuss and muss ended up like 0. 0.25 to the good. So, a little better this time around. Maybe the women is where it's at. And, congratulations to the English women, the three lionesses. Not a dominating performance, but Germany surprised me. Germany was incredible during this tournament. We talk about, uh, you know, we talked about. Kind of my hesitance to even bet the final, but promises a promise. I said I'd bet them all. So both teams to score hitting with a nil nil scoreline at half was awful nice. Although at the point where England was up late, I said, ah, I'd be fine just losing this bet at this point, letting England win this regulation to get the uh, plus 450. Uh, what do you call it? Future home. That would be awful nice. So, but got my cake got to eat it too it's coming home congrats lionesses and yeah we're on to the world cup it is time to start doing some world cup research as there are many many robust markets up for that and it's been uh,
0: things that are coming soon
1: yeah jesus <laughs> yeah i don't oh man i hate twitter on days like this because a lot of people have good points. And then a lot of people are just, I don't know, just tweeting to tweet. People are comparing it to the Ridley suspension, which is fine, which I, I honestly not say I want to, I'm not, I never tweet about this stuff. Cause I just hate people in my mentions over stuff like this. It's so polarizing. It's probably a bad idea. You get more Twitter responses and stuff, tweeting about volatile, you know, highly controversial topics. But I told producer Dan, I'm like, you know what, like Ridley and Watson, I'm fine with a lifetime suspension for both. Like, like this guy's a sexual deviant. Any other job in the world. Like they're probably like, Hey, uh, Frank you can't work here anymore because yeah, like I wrong. was reading the papers this morning and there's like 30 lawsuits. Like you're, you have a problem. Like go talk to Sally at HR. We're, we're done here. And, and also like the, the gambling thing, just the integrity of the game is at stake when that starts to get, you know, talked to at all. So I'm fine laying the hammer down on that. But from a gambling standpoint, it sucks with, uh, you know, how you have to divorce yourself from bad things. When you're in fantasy football, sometimes you have to draft shitty people. When you're in betting, sometimes you have to bet on shitty people as well or take advantage of situations like this. And, um, yeah, the first six games is what we're assuming the NFL can appeal But the weirdness of that is any sort of appeal against the process that they did here would likely put this thing into court, like an actual court battle. And it would turn into, and you're familiar with this with baseball, Alex, you know how these guys have this. Well, you know how they have like, hey, this guy's suspended for three days games, but he's appealing. So he's playing today. Yeah. Like he won't, he won't serve a suspension until they figure out the quick and those baseball ones are quick appeals. Like it's just, you know, that's part of the arbitration and the the CBA there. But if the NFL did appeal this, it's likely it would end up in court. And in that case, there's a non-zero chance that Watson would be suspended zero games this year. And he would start week one. And I don't think the NFL wants that. So I think they're probably just going to sit on their hands here and let this go, which, whatever.
0: So, first I I games, Watson doesn't see- want that either. I mean, it's, yeah, that's a disaster for everybody. I mean, imagine the suit actually finishes, but it finishes just as the postseason is starting and your number one seed, Cleveland Browns, are now without Deshaun Watson for the rest of the playoffs. Like, it's a good point. It's all, this is a mess. This is a mess. I feel we, have, we feel bad for everyone involved. That's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about the football impact of it, and the fact is the Cleveland Browns don't have one of the better starting quarterbacks in the league for six games, and, and you look at this schedule, I mean, it's the last two that, that really are, are going to be problematic. I mean, the Panthers and the Jets are... Maybe those will be more difficult than they should be, but I feel like the Browns can kind of just do almost one of those Baker Mayfield games where it's like, we're just going to run the ball a lot. No one throws it more than five yards and, you know, get through these first four or five weeks. But what do you think?
1: Yeah. Highly. um, We haven't got to them in the deep dive uh, previews yet, but highly effective offensive line, highly effective running game, highly effective offense when the quarterback is bought in and not injured and is effective. And you've added a high-end wide receiver to this offense. The defense, obviously, is very, very very high-powered. You've got one of the best pass rushers in the league. You've got stars, essentially, at all three levels. It's a good, good team. And, yeah, it, uh, if you can steal one of the road games, I do think they go 3-0 and at home. If you end up coming out of this mess 4-2, and then Watson comes back for the Baltimore game. I think it's definitely a team. And I did. I felt bad about it, but I bet some, uh, (laughs) it's one of those, like, is karma going to bite me in the ass for betting this? But, uh, sportsbook.ag had a 50 to one last night, but everyone's like, Oh, it's people are like rushing to bet it at 40 to one. And like, Oh no, it's off the board. And like, I'm going to go look at the places that don't take things off the board very fast. And so I have a 50 to one. They didn't let you bet a lot on it, but. I will be cheering Super Bowl for the round two. Yes, Super Bowl. Super Bowl and and twenty five to one to win the AFC. Yeah, I, I feel like I have to bet both when I bet those, especially when the the limits are not letting you get a ton down on it either or. So, I have both of those in pocket. At uh, I'm gonna I said something to Drew about it. I'm like I'm gonna have to go to High V and like bring a whole bag of canned goods to a food shelf or something to like try to even out my karma on this but again divorcing yourself from it if they they should be favored at the patriots depending on what happens there they will be favored at the the other two home games they have a really good shot at beating the panthers they should beat the falcons on the road I mean that there's a non-zero chance it's five and one. It might not, it might not go well at all. I mean, you could lose all the road games, even even at Atlanta, and maybe slip up versus the Patriots. Two and four isn't where you want to be. But either way, a team like that with a star quarterback returning in Week Seven is probably is probably a, a candidate to play well in this AFC, despite how packed it is. So the AFC playoffs could be absolute fire.
0: Oh, uh, it's, there it should be great. I mean, it's, it's the NFL. It's always going to like most years, whatever we say now, is probably going to be moot in a couple, couple of weeks anyway. So we'll see how it yeah. goes, but yeah, I think you're right. The Cleveland can get through that schedule. They're four and two. It's that's a dangerous team.
1: Yeah. And Patrick's asking about him coming in cold. So once he's suspended, he won't be able to, you know, like team activities are off the board, but right now <clears throat> he's able to interact and play with the team during preseason stuff or like camp stuff. I think once preseason starts, he's he's off the board, can't play. But, I mean, it's not like 100 years ago either. You know, this guy can spend a lot of time on homework. You know, it's, it's funny how homework came up again after the, the uh, stuff down in Arizona. But, I mean, get this guy set up with his – not an iPad. It's a Microsoft Surface tablet, the official – tablet of the NFL but get him set up with a bunch of stuff just have him working on the the playbook stuff for six weeks make sure he's sharp and ready and you know he can watch the game film and they can they can interact with him a little I'm sure even if they're not supposed to I'm sure their teams if they ain't cheating they ain't trying so I don't know how he'll come out but I I know he'll be prepared
0: and there's you know as we kind of mentioned that there's no team probably better suited to have their quarterback come in a little bit late I don't you know, he's not coming into a very dynamic offensive situation, I think. I mean, it should be a nice spot for him for a couple weeks. Again, maybe they just kind of do the, we're just going to run the ball until you feel good plan and, and see how it goes. I mean, they seem fine anyway, right?
1: Yeah, he'll figure it out. But we'll see. It'll be one of the most interesting storylines as we approach that uh, about a third of the way through the season and uh, about two-thirds of the way through the season in the WTA, maybe even more. Really, the, the fall is fall isn't it's great close. for tennis. We're getting probably closer to the three-quarter pole, but outrights and we only have outrights because it's North American tennis, which means none of this uh-huh. stuff American is really arts. really happening yet. It looks like any tennis that's being played is European challenger right now. And I don't know where, where's the other men's one, Los Cabos. So everything is in North America, even some of the challengers. We got the Kentucky Challenger, I forgot about essentially
0: fuck that's it everything's over here
1: it is pretty a, much the, the north american second swing here
0: i think there is still it's just like a women's challenger in romania and stuff but yeah everybody's over here hardcore Tennessee season gets underway this week we've got one tournament on the east coast in washington dc all those matches will be starting basically right as soon as the show is finished it looks like start time in dc every day will be right around noon Maybe they have some 11 11:30s, but we'll have all that stuff going. It'll be great, Andy. we got tennis all afternoon and into the evening because in San Jose, there's another tournament out on the West Coast, which I love. It's going to stack very, very nicely. But Washington gets underway right now. There might still be some outrights and futures up places, but if not, you can wait till play closes and we'll get into these. Just two bets uh, for me, and I think these numbers should still be around. I believe they don't play until tomorrow. Um, Sloan Stevens and Clara Towson, as I look at this Washington draw, Jesse Pagula and Simona Halep sit in the top half of the draw. And those are your two favorites, which makes sense. I mean, Simona Halep is one of, if not the best players in this draw. Jesse Pagula, I believe is the defending champion here, loves this event and is someone that we will at some point be betting, hopefully, um, when she gets into some bigger events and is back in double digits in the twenties. But, um, Clara Towson, a really great young player. Did struggle a little bit with some injuries. Um, did not have, I think, a good, if it, any, grass season at all. Is coming in maybe a little bit cold here, but is one of the best hardcore players kind of on tour, especially for her age and someone who's going to come up at some point and win events like this, probably multiple per season, I think, last year. And generally, this was at smaller events. She made the finals in half of her hardcore tournaments. So every other week, she was at a final basically in multiple weeks, won a bunch. Tremendously talented, has a really kind of soft spot in the draw here. Gets Pekovic in the first round and then Rebecca Marino in the second round. Now, it runs into Pagula there, but if she can get past Pagula, this is kind of a tournament where Halep in general maybe plays a couple matches and moves on. This is not the biggest event for her. And if um, Towson can get by Pagula, she's going to be an overwhelming favorite, I think, all the way through the finals. Look down at the bottom. Sloane Stephens has a really nice spot in the draw. Her first match... Um, Maybe a little bit tough, but I like her to win here. And we'll talk, honestly, more about that in a second. I think she'd get past Mertens. Um, Buskova pulled out, so just Radu Kanu there. And, again, once she gets past kind of that second, third round match, it's pretty much clean sailing all the way to the final. So um, I think we're getting some good value here simply because, you know, the books are maybe overrating, I think, some of the chances of these favorites in those second and third round matches because, again, if Stevens or Towson can get by there, they're going to be big favorites the rest of the way. So we'll get a lot of equity here. And then San Jose, three numbers here. Um, Maria Saccheri, 12 to 1. I'm really surprised here. She gets a bye. She's the number one seed, has a fairly soft spot in the draw, and for some reason is not one of the top two or three favorites for this tournament. I had her second favorite um, when I went through and kind of did my own numbers here. I had her in single digits, I think close six, seven to one. So 12 looks really great. Anything 10 or better is fine. Beatriz Haddad Maya um, was someone that ripped through the beginning of the season on hard courts, had a great grass season, um, a good clay season. And I see no reason for her not to continue that. I mean, hasn't played since Wimbledon, but has a couple soft matches here to get herself um, in shape. May have to play almost a board there in the second or third round. We'll see, but I love her chances, especially here at 40 to one. And then, so we've bet before, and we will continue to bet probably until she wins a tournament queen Zhang or Zhang Queen Yen, if you will, Um, sits down in the bottom of the draw and again is around some rather big names. She's probably gonna have to beat Coco Gauff in the second round and maybe Bedosa in the third, but I I like her chances there. She has a really talented player here. And again, once she gets past those matches and that's assuming again, you get a full effort here from some of these players that are maybe looking forward to the Canadian tournament and the Cincinnati tournaments here coming up. So five outrights for me, Washington, probably closed, but take a quick look right now. San Jose, you've gotten to later this afternoon.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's there's money to be made, there's trophies to be won, but boy, there are some bigger tournaments coming up, and you know, your Masters one thousands. Do you know where the women are this year in Canada? I know Cincinnati's always in Cincinnati. I believe they're in Toronto. So yeah, it'll be the men in Montreal, the women in Toronto, which is that's a fun wrinkle. They they switch back yeah, and so forth cute. every year.
0: I do like that. I wish more tournaments did that. I mean, I always like when they're together. I think that's really fun. And just from a viewership perspective, I mean, it's just, I think it's better for fans, but it is cool that they have some tournaments that rotate a little bit.
1: Yeah. No, I the
0: courts are so different. I have to go back and look. I can't remember where
1: no, and one is true,
0: very right? fast and one's kind of slow. And I think Toronto yeah, Montreal, is the best one, but I can't remember.
1: Not the same. Homecoming fan, yes, Q, Yeah. Women, and uh, Patrick says Thursday looks brutally hot in DC. Yeah. We had a little of that going on here. Thanks, Al Gore. It's been nightcode. It was gorgeous last night. Had a uh, damn bonfire name, and oh man, it was just one of those beautiful evenings outside. Um, outside at the Wyndham Championship.
0: Nope, more tennis. Every every, every week.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. I did. Uh, I didn't bet it's any ATP
0: today. It's. I got to slow you down. We didn't do single matches yet.
1: Oh shit. <laughs>
0: I like I that I couldn't on, stop you. By the to you the Dan, Dan even
1: had to chime in to stop me. I was like a runaway train heading towards golf. All right, fine. Did you have one or two bets mind? for the round one?
0: Okay, I'm sorry to stop you because again you were rolling there. But as always, first round a bunch of bets um, in Washington. I'll start there. Um, the first one here, it's going to be right up. Uh, try to get this uh, parlay. It's the second one there. Rebecca Marino and uh, Daria Seville. And part of the reason I played two Marino parlays is because you might not be able to get this in, but I was going to play too. Anyway, Rebecca Marino is going to play Venus Williams and Venus Williams first tennis match in a year. Um, not going to go well for her. Marino played some great tennis in qualifying as uh, someone that's going to be a fun player. I think at maybe some smaller events. Love her in this match. And Seville, formerly known as Gavrilova does go up against a qualifier, but someone, she's just going to really outclass in this match. So put the two together, you get even money there. Um, then I actually jump just into the next parlay Marina Pagula and Vekic mentioned Pogula. She's a huge favorite. Um, now, she is like minus 700, but and it's hard, Andy, you know, when you have these favorites that are that big. I had her minus 2,000. So uh, it's a little bit of value enough for me to kind of put this in here with her and Vekic. Um Vekic comes in again, hasn't played any hardcore tennis, but it was really going to outclass Meyer Sharif. Sharif is a clay player on her good day. She's a mediocre clay player, maybe an above average clay player, but is just going to get. Outclassed on the surface. Vekic having a really nice little comeback here. So, a couple parlays, then we go back up. Lin Zhu, see if you can find her at even money, maybe anything less than standard juice. She goes against Harriet Darden. Um, one of the things that happens every year is you transition from grass season. Some of these women, especially some of the British and Australian women that are really grass specialists, carry over some momentum into the early parts of hardcore season. That's the only way I can make heads or tails of this number because. Azu is a much better player on these surfaces. I have her as a solid favorite. So honestly, I'm looking at minus 105. I'd play that too. Um, Still should be some plus money out there. Poke around. And then uh, mention Sloane Stephens. I'm going to back her in her first match here and um, actually played her at a worse price. The market has moved a little against me. I played her, I think it was at minus 105 or so, minus 102. And there's been a little money that's come in on Alia Tomljanovic. Again, carrying some momentum in from grass season, but Has had a really poor hardcore season this year, and I believe last year as well, when I was starting to go through stuff. Sloan Stevens loves playing in the United States, really kind of builds her year around doing well in some of these tournaments. Not only in the U.S., she generally wins or makes a final in Mexico and does well in the Canadian tournaments as well. So, really likes these conditions. And again, looks just like the, the clear favorite to me in this match, regardless. So, um, love her at Plus Money against Tom Leanovic. Anna Kolinskaya. Um, sorry, Stevens will be tomorrow, by the way. These last two, Stevens and Kolinskaya, will be tomorrow. The first bunch are all today. Kolinskaya goes against Madison Brengel. Maybe the Madison Brengel we saw for the first couple months of the year is real. She was someone that was winning multiple matches against really good players on hard courts, putting up some nice numbers and just kind of blowing me away with all of a sudden playing the best tennis of probably the last three to five years for her. I just don't expect that to continue. And this, this price seems to think it will. Um, Colin Skye is a really underrated player. I don't know if she has a chance maybe to win tournaments and things like that, but we'll continue to string together multiple wins in some of these as we go through hard court season. So like her at minus one twenty five. And then San Jose. Both of these are today. Um, Sanders is first up. That's one o'clock in the afternoon. So you got about an hour after the show finishes to get that in. Actually, they just changed it. She's pushed back a little bit. So you've got some time, maybe about 3, 3.30 Eastern. She is about plus 120 against Taylor Towson. Towson, again, kind of on a comeback trail, is generally a doubles player. And with all due respect, is someone that is visibly not focused on her physical fitness. So can take her some time to get back in form after long breaks here. Um, really like Sanders in this match quite a bit. Um, had it basically as a pick on maybe Sanders even as a small favorite. And another parlay, I'm going to put Pushkiva together with Coco Goff. Um, Carolina Plushkova, only minus 195, and I believe it's because Katie Balter snookered her twice on grass the last month. I don't care about that. I mean, I, I sort of do from the mental aspect, and, you know, Katie is going to come in here as an underdog thinking she can win this match, but this isn't grass. She's not going to be able to spin the ball the way she was and, and play kind of the game she does there. These courts are a little bit slower, and, and Plushkova should absolutely bury her in this match. Now, might make a mess of it, might go over, so That's So why I didn't play a spread. And then just put that together with Coco Goff, um, another number where, again, as I mentioned, it's hard to figure out how good your edge is on some of these really, really big favorites. But um, Coco Goff, I believe in this parlay, I was right around like a minus 450 or so. I ever like minus 800 in this match. So again, I'm always a little hesitant with some of those bigger edges, which is you know why I try to combine them, you know, kind of mitigate some of my risk, if you will, Andy, but you know, minus 800 and it's minus 500. I'm sorry, 450. That's an end. So, what the heck? I'll put it together with Pushkaba and I get minus 110. So, some parlays, some money lines, no totals. Although I had an idea and I'm still messing around with this. There's like eight matches in Washington that look about a half a game, maybe a game too high. I was thinking about maybe doing an unders round robin in Washington.
1: Yeah, figure out where you need to, where you need your most cover play, where you have the biggest uh, rollover requirement for the last uh, bonus you took, and round robin the piss out of that. So, yeah, I don't know why I didn't think that you would have round one plays. It's Monday, so you But well, you're slave standard. to
0: the list. You saw only one entry on the list, and. You got excited I about outright. The time I make it the always damn makes you list. excited. That,
1: that's the worst part <laughs> is I make the damn list. But uh, yeah, real quick, the Wyndham Championship. You can look at some odds here. I have no bets yet. I don't know what I'm doing with this. I'm not betting any of these guys. Actually, Russell Henley. You find a Russell Henley in the 30s. That'll make the card. Kevin Kisner's your defending champ. I don't mind him here either. Again, I'd need bigger prices than that. But I mean, the names here, Lowry, Zalatoris, and Sungjae. Really, really don't think anyone should be betting Webb Simpson as a favorite. Please don't do that. If you want to bet on, I'd rather see you bet tie Webb or Logan Webb. Even got Brandon. Who is the? Who's the old? There other, is Brandon there another Webb? Simpson? Oh, uh, OJ. Is OJ
0: playing? <laughs>
1: OJ Oracle? OJ, very strong running back back in his day. But yeah, you the name No more
0: orange yeah. balls. Uh,
1: Headley maybe out of this list, but uh, you can check it out tomorrow on the YouTube channel. We'll do a, we'll do a. Go. We actually, you know what? We will have a special guest. It's usually myself, Noonan, and Jeff Feinberg doing golf. We're gonna have a fourth tomorrow, just because we know someone who is nearby to this tournament. So start doing your geography lessons. Get your guesses in in the YouTube comments. Anyone who guesses right will receive a thumbs up from the Vetsperts. Uh, media account and I will log out, log in from my personal account and give you a second thumbs up if you guess right on our golf guest tomorrow. And with that, oh, don't forget to leave a thumbs up here on the actual video and uh, enjoy enjoy your Monday as much as you can.